Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. Hi, y'all, y'all. It's time for Coffee with Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. Good glorious morning, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. Give everybody a minute to get on this broadcast. Hallelujah. Good morning. Got y'all a great palm tree. Got some sunshine, blue skies. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, everybody. It's freezing cold in Florida. <laughs> Don't let this sun fool you. Don't let this palm tree and these blue skies fool you. I'm in my long sleeve, wrapped up in a blanket right now because it's so cold in Florida. But it is what it is. Hey, everybody. Good morning, all y'all. Good morning. Hey, Sparky. Good morning. It's so cold. I'm talking to you today about loving difficult people. So I need y'all to share. I need y'all to share with difficult people. I need y'all to tag some difficult people. Amen. Start tagging difficult people. It's going to be important. <laughs> uh, look how windy it is. It's so cold. Florida is overrated. <laughs> Ain't a thing in the world good here in Florida. But that little bit of sunshine is so cold. But we're going to make it through. I'm going to give you five truths to help you love difficult people. Good morning, cuz. I'm very close to you, Tammy. You, I'm surprised you and Carrie weren't here in Tampa to greet me, to meet and greet me. <laughs> Amen. I needed it, too. Good morning, Vita. Good morning, all my friends. My cousin Tammy's on the line. Five truths to help us love difficult people. Amen. You ever have to interact with difficult people? Am I the only person that ever has to hang around and deal with difficult people? I'm just saying. But listen, it could be your uh, co-workers. It could be your boss. It could be your family. It could be your baby, baby daddy, mama drama. It could be all kind of difficult. We're surrounded by difficult people. Amen. This world is full of difficult people. That's the problem. That's the problem. We all, all my sisters on the line. Oh, it's about to get real good right now. I'm going to do something about this hair. Just hang on, y'all. Hang on. Where's my clip? Wait for it. Because, you know, we ain't about to be having that. Look. Beach lie. Beach hair. Don't care. Hey, Carrie Ann. Good morning. Uh, but we are, we're talking about difficult people. We tag in difficult people. I'm going to need y'all to start tagging some people. I need y'all to tag Sarah and tag Mike and tag all my kids and tag all your family members and just start tagging difficult people and share this on your wall for difficult people. We'll watch it. <laughs> Maybe they'll stop being so difficult. But we are called to love them. Newsflash. We're called to love difficult people. So I'm going to give you five truths, five things to help you understand why we have to love difficult people people. Amen. This Jesus heard my prayer. <laughs> this is going to be good. Oh, okay. But, but listen, the truth is like Jesus's life is full of examples of him loving difficult people. Well, good morning, Randy. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, all my friends. 
I'm glad y'all are here. Look at this beautiful sunshine. Randy and Sue not far from me. Got y'all a palm tree. I'm freezing cold, Randy, just so y'all know. This 61 degrees got me cold. I'm ready to go back to Illinois. I think it's colder because of humidity. I think there's so much humidity here, it's freezing cold. But when it's like 40 in, in Illinois, it feels great. So I don't know. But Jesus' life is full of examples of, uh, of him loving hard to love people. Anybody, anybody hand up emoji if you have hard to love people in your life. I mean, if you have hard to love people in your life right now, just let me know. Hand up emoji. Remember, he 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 ate with um, Zacchaeus, the tax collector, and nobody liked him, but Jesus loved him. He protected the adulterous woman. Remember that Bible story? Everybody wanted to stone her and kill her, but he protected her. That's a difficult. It's what it is, Carrie. It's so wet here. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Uh, he taught uh, the story of the Good Samaritan as an example to Jewish people at the time when they bitterly despised each other. So he gave us good examples on what to do with difficult people. So you tuned in today for sure. I don't see that hand emoji, but hand, hand, hand. Tammy, do you have an iPhone? Does you have an iPhone when you type hand? It ought to come hand, a picture of a hand. I don't know. But he prioritizes, I will tell you this, Jesus prioritized loving difficult people, outcast people, rejected people. Any of you ever felt rejected? Any of you ever felt like an outcast? Mm-hmm. And so as followers of Jesus, we're going to do the same thing. Amen. We're learning. We're learning how to be like Jesus. Right? And to be honest, you know, loving difficult people is difficult. Hashtag difficult. It's hard to love difficult people. So, but we're going to remember these five things, and I'm going to give them to you. Number one, everyone is created in the image of God. Everyone is created in the image of God. Genesis 1.27, so God created mankind in his own image. You could take that difficult person's name and put them right there in that verse. God created James, I mean Jane, in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Because, <laughs> see, my husband probably not even watches, so I just throw his name right in there. Just kidding, James. You're not difficult at all. I love you. Everybody we encounter, the person that makes your coffee, the cashier, um, your boss, every cat lover you know, <laughs> um, the woman in the checkout counter arguing over a 10 cent coupon and the cashier having to deal with her and put up with her, your teenager, come on, they were all created in the image of God. If we could really remember that, you know, the next time we encounter a difficult person, number one, we need to encounter that they were created in the image of God, right? And they have potential and they have strength and they have purpose that was placed in them by God. So I have to remember that they were created in the image of God, right? He knew them before they were born. He knew them in their mother's womb. Oh, that cat lady. Oh, yes, even that cat lady. That's you because you is like the cat lady. Of course, now you is pretty much a dog person. I, you maybe have more dogs than you have cats. I don't know. You know what? If, if at some point, if you're a mom or a parent, 
and you, of a kid, right? Obviously, you're a parent of a kid unless you're like a parent of a dog and that don't count. But if you're the parent of a kid, at some point in their life, you have just admired them and lavished them and loved on them and cherished their uniqueness. And, you know, uh, and God's created each of us with that same love. That same love. Good morning, Sue. Oh, you just now getting here, Sue? Because, like, I don't, I, you know, it's like 1107. She's swimming in the pool. But God's created each of us with that same love and care. So when you encounter a difficult person, number one, you have to remember that they were created in the image of God. They were created by him and he loves them and he adores them and he knew them before they were born. Amen. Just like you. Number two, I'm going through it quick because you know, oh, you couldn't find me. Well, as y'all know, I'm in Florida without the help of Sarah. So Sarah's not to help me with my broadcast. I went live a while ago while I was on the phone with Mikey talking about Ginger. So you got to be careful hitting that live button. Hmm. I dropped my phone. What happened was I dropped my phone out here and it went live. And my husband had to run out here and tell me, Kathy, Kathy, you is live on Facebook. I was like, so? But, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. I got you. All right, number two. That's number one. Everyone is created in the image of God. Number two, we're talking about five truths to help you love difficult people. Number two, difficult people, you got to remember, the truth is, difficult people are loved by God. They're not only created in His image, they're loved by God. And, uh, okay, my scripture verse is Luke 6, 35. You got your Bible, go Luke 6, 35. Because, listen, God knows every flaw of ours. He knows every sin, every fear, and he loves us without hesitation. Good morning, uh, Rachel. Good morning. He loves us without hesitation. And the same way, we need to love other people like God loves us without hesitation. And this is tough. It's tough to just love people. I mean... Some of y'all out there are very loving, so maybe it's not tough for you. But the rest of us, it's tough to love all people. My flesh don't want to love a lot of people. That's true. My flesh doesn't, you know, want to love all kinds of people, right? But we're called to love difficult people. We're called to do it. We're commanded to do it. We're supposed to love others like we love ourselves. We're supposed to do that. Amen? Luke 6, 35, but love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High God, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. So if he's kind to the ungrateful and the wicked, we're supposed to be kind. Newsflash for all y'all and me, preaching to myself right here. We're to love even our enemies. Ain't nobody want to do that. Ain't nobody on planet Earth want to love their enemies. You got to make yourself do it. It's the truth. Especially without expecting anything in return. If I'm going to love my enemy, you know, I'm expecting something in return. Most likely I'm expecting them to stop being my enemy. Right? But it's impossible to do it without asking God's help. I mean, I had to ask God to help me. God, you're going to have to help me love this person. You love them. You created them in your image, and you want me to love them. But you sure are going to have to help me love them. Your flesh ain't going to love nobody. Good morning, Dana. Your flesh ain't going to love nobody like God loves them. So let him help you. For all of y'all just joining in late, I'm in Florida without Sarah, so I have no help. 
I done messed up the live twice, but that's okay. We have sunshine, we have palm trees. That's all we care about, right? And here's, here's what I found easier to do. It's easier to let God love that person through me. So I'm like, God, I'm gonna let you love them through me. Cause I know you want me to love them, but even if I ain't there quite yet, how about if I just let you love them through me? Ain't that smart? Amen. Ain't that great? We got to love our enemies too. Huh? Praise Jesus. Number three, Jesus pray for your enemies. Even when you can't, this is true, Sue, but it's, it's not easy for my flesh to do. Like, you know, I can think of a couple of enemies right now. And it's super hard for me to say, Father, just love them and bless them. I do it. But it's hard to get the first couple of words out. But once you get the first few words out, then everything flows so much easier. Amen? Right? Randy, what is up with this cat emoji? Randy, I'm going to have to block you. It's, I'm going to block you. Randy's probably a cat person. Do you have cats? Hmm about to block all the cat people in my life amen <laughs> and we got coffee it's freezing cold sparky it's 61 degrees and it's freezing cold florida number three jesus died for hurting people jesus died we have to remember the truth that not only did he create them in his image not only does he love them let's see what difficult people are loved by him oh justin you just not get to the program Justin, like, what is it? It's, it's 11 13. Oh, oh, well, I'm an hour ahead of y'all. It's 10 13, Justin. Come on. Number three, Jesus died for difficult people. Amen. And difficult people are just hurting. If you just look at it like hurting people hurt people, I say that all the time. I learned that in Psychology 101. Hurting people hurt people. Difficult people, oh, good. No cats. Amen. We had to, we had to ban cats. Cats are banned from cow. Coffee with Kathy in case all y'all ain't know. <laughs> Just teasing. Jesus died for hurting people. Romans 3, 23 and 24. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know this. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Good morning, Laura. Oh, Kathy, I'm sorry. Except for you, Kathy. You, you as a cat person, you can stay. At one point, listen, at one point, we were all hurting people in trouble. Hand up emoji, amen, type, type amen or something. But at one point, we were all hurting people. And hurting people hurt people. Hurting people are difficult people. And so it's hard to love difficult people. But if you can understand that God loves them, God created them, God died for them, point number three. Um, and we, we'd all be hurting difficult people if it wasn't for His grace. If it wasn't for the grace of God, there go I. Amen. Some of y'all are like, Kathy, you are a difficult person still. Hmm, I didn't think about that. Me too, Laura. I was not always a nice person. But praise God, he died on the cross for them, just like he died on the cross for us, right? So once you recognize your desperation for a Savior, once you recognize how desperate you were to have a Savior when you got the Savior, then you'll recognize that difficult people are hurting people who probably don't have a Savior. So you got to kind of put yourself back to that place you were when you were a difficult person, when you were a hurting person, right? Because the people around us are hurting in need of rescue. Every difficult person you know is in need of rescue. Hashtag rescue them. 
Hashtag rescue. Type that. Hurting people need to be rescued. Amen. We all in need of Jesus rescuing us. I'm certainly in need of it. And I know you are too, right? Everybody you meet is somebody Jesus died for. Everybody you meet is somebody he died for. So that's important. He died for hurting people. Number four. Number four. Difficult people are overburdened. Difficult people are overburdened. Just about everybody you come in contact with is overburdened. Because we all so busy. People are busy. You can ask somebody what you're doing and it's like nothing. I'm not doing anything. But they're busy. They're just busy. Yes, Carrie, I, I believe you on that. I'll send them a life vest, but yes, Lord, we'll pray for her. Amen. Lord says, pray for my sister who's deep in addiction. I'm my sister too. <laughs> just kidding. Carrie, I just love you. Difficult people are overburdened. Just about everybody you encounter is overburdened. And we got all the technology, y'all. We got all the media. We got all of that stuff. And we're under so much stress, right? We're at stress at work. We're at stress about our finances. We're at stress about being a parent. We're at stress about all kinds of things. And you know what it does? It, it makes your relationships grow more disconnected. We're more disconnected. Let me tell you this. To have so much um, technology, we are such a disconnected um, group of people. We're so disconnected. It's sad, but we are. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He came to give us rest. I ask this question all the time to people. What are you doing with the peace that he left you with? He said, My peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. What are you doing with that peace? Are you resting? Are you relaxing? Do you take time in your life to just relax? You know, chill. Some of y'all need to take a chill pill. I'm sure they make them. I don't know if they're over the counter or not, but they sell them on the street. <laughs> Some of y'all need to get a chill pill. Amen. So, I mean, like, think about it like this. What if you encounter a difficult person or the next time, because it's going to happen. The next time you encounter a difficult person, what if you ask yourself, how can I help lift this person's burden? Because difficult people are overburdened. Difficult people have burdens. What if you said to yourself, how can I help this difficult person lift their burden? Right? Because you're showing God's love when you help lift that burden off of them, right? That's what the Bible tells us to do. You're showing them that they're valuable. You're showing them that you see them. You're showing them that you care about them. Yes, that's right. So it's called Florida. Some of y'all need to take a Florida pill. Just go to Florida and just relax and chill out. Imagine um, if you if you made you would totally make a, per, a difference in a person's life if you just started to if you just help take that burden off of them because they're overburdened. That's the truth of it. They're just burdened, right? And you could add value to them instead. We're talking about difficult people today. We're talking about five truths to help us love difficult people. Things we need to know about difficult people. Number five. We made it all the way there. Let's see what time it is. Oh! See, Florida time just goes so fast. Well, not for me. It's going slow for me. That's my confession. My confession is this little vacation, this little work I'm doing in Florida is going slow. 
Number five, challenging people, difficult people are under encouraged. It's true. It's true. Think of the last difficult person you came in contact with, right? They have, they're under encouraged. It says picture perfect images bombard us on Instagram and Pinterest and social media. Today's culture is increasingly divisive. They're disagreeable. They're hostile. Good morning, Jim and Mary. Those extended car warranty callers are difficult. It's so true. Our relationships are strain under the pressure and we feel like they make us feel like we constantly not measuring up. We constantly not measuring up. Most people are under encouraged. Imagine, imagine you're a difficult person, not any of y'all, but, but all the people you tag right now who are difficult people, but just imagine you are a difficult person. You complain, you argue, you disconnect from others. How encouraged are you? Not at all. Difficult people are under encouraged. When you come across somebody difficult, you need to remember a trigger in your head needs to say, they just haven't been encouraged in a long time right? They haven't been encouraged. What, what would happen if I started valuing them and appreciating them and encouraging? You know what? It would soften their demeanor. A soft answer turns away wrath. So it would soften their demeanor if you actually lifted their spirits and brought hope into their life instead, right? So you got next time you uh, encounter a difficult person, start encouraging them. Just start being an encourager. Start being their cheerleader. Like I'm a cheerleader of under-encouraged people. I'm a cheerleader of difficult people. I, that's good. I like that myself. I'm preaching to myself. Amen. And see what happens. Because newsflash, we all are difficult people. Ask anybody you know, have I ever been a difficult person? Ask your spouse. They tell you the truth. Yes, you matter of fact, you was a difficult person yesterday, the day before, this morning. ha. <laughs> We've all been a difficult person, right? The bottom line is we all have sinned. We've all been difficult, right? We all have regrets. We've in our relationships, we've all hurt people. Amen. Because we've been hurt, so we hurt people back. Yes, be an encouragement. The good news is though, you are created in the image of God. So the last time you were difficult to be around, difficult to live with, difficult to get along with, difficult to work with, you were created in God's image and he loved you. You're his favorite. You're his favorite. You're a hurting person. You were a hurting person who Jesus died for, right? So all of this applies to you too. You were a challenging person that needed your burdens lifted, that were over, um, under encouraged and overburdened. You were a difficult person one time too. Now my husband probably did. Last time he was difficult was like 1975 probably or 84, but most of us, most all the rest of us normal people, we were difficult this week. <laughs> this is why Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. You gotta love yourself so that you won't be a difficult person. Amen? Because hand up emoji, we have definitely been difficult in our lifetime. So sometimes it's all about extending that grace to the next person, extending grace to them and having grace, you know, for them. Spend time praying for them. Pray for difficult people. Ask God to help you see uh, through their eyes. Amen. Because, you know, that was you. That difficult person, you know, that was you not so long ago. Because your flesh ain't saved. Amen. I had a difficult person in my life. 
And the Lord's been teaching me some things. Amen. And I was not nice. I did not practice any of these steps. Amen. I did not practice any of these steps. But I said, you know what? By the grace of God, there go I. That could have been me. Thank God for grace. Amen. You right, Sue. Thank God for grace. Amen. Father, give us all grace, more grace and more grace. But she was being super difficult. Every time I see her, she was so difficult. And so I started practicing these steps myself. And I said, okay, Father, I, something's clearly wrong with her because I'm an amazing person. So for her to be difficult to me, she must really be going through some stuff. Amen? Because I'm like all that in a bag of chips. I'm your favorite, Father. You have my picture in your wallet, and so it's got to be her. It can't be me. But, you know, I, um, I started being kind to her, praying for her. I actually um, helped her with something that it cost me quite a bit of time, a couple of hours of my time. I put into her and invested in her. And then I ended up buying her a gift. I, in the When I was helping her do this project, you know, I heard her say she'd like to have this thing. So I bought this thing and surprised her with it and gave it to her. And, you know, to this day, now, now today, she just hugs me when she sees me. She just thanks me. She cried and cried and cried. And so I'm like, you know what? It's true. She was just overburdened. She was just hurting. She just um, under-encouraged. She doesn't feel valuable. So hurting people hurt people. She just thought she'd just hurt me. She'd just take it out on me. But when you flip the script and start, you know, take a minute to think about something before you fly off the handle. Because, see, the favorite thing we love to do as women is we just fly off the handle. Amen. We just pop right back at you, man. You coming at me with that? I'm coming right back at you. But if we just took the time to just stop and just real quick, like, say, okay, Father, something's going on here with this person. Because it surely ain't me. Because I'm all that. Okay? Um, <laughs> and then he'll say, yeah, no, it's you. But um, be able to say, you know, what can I do? What can? How can I take their burden? You know, they're definitely over busy. They're definitely burdened. How can I take on one of their burdens? Maybe they need help with something. Maybe um, you need to make them a meal. Maybe you could babysit their kid or, or tutor their kid. There's something you can do to help ease somebody else's burden. Take that burden on yourself. Amen? And then pray for them. Pray for difficult people. And then, of course, remember... You used to be a difficult person. Amen. No, Laura, it's a lie. Listen, it's 61 degrees. I'm freezing cold. I'm, I got on a long sleeve, and I'm wrapped up in a beach towel because it's so cold. It's 61. It's freezing cold out here. But I'm doing this for my coffee with Kathy Peeps. Amen. That's how much I love all y'all. <laughs> Good morning, Michelle. We, we, just, we just talked about five truths to help you with difficult people. You got difficult people in your life. So back to my point, you know, there's gotta be a way that you can just stop. Just stop quick enough to say, even if it's your spouse, it could be your spouse or your kid or somebody in your house is difficult and you can't get rid of them. You can't stop hanging around them. You can't stop fellowshipping them. They, you kind of stuck with them, amen? Oh, you by the pool. I am by the pool too, um, Sue, but it's, it's, oh, 75, Randy. We went to the wrong place. We went to the wrong place. We came to Tampa. I knew we should have went to Fort Myers. I knew we should have went over there where y'all were. Mm. It's so cold. Anyway, but what if we could just stop and, and do the opposite of what we normally do, which is smack off. We normally just real quick to, to pop, pop off at somebody. But what if we said, wait a minute, something's going on in, that in their life. They're being difficult for a reason. And just try to, I mean, other than it just being the devil, devilish, 
full of the devil. Lay hands on them, cast the devil out. But what if we could just say, Father, you know, show it to me, reveal it to me, and show me how to help them. And let's start helping them. Hurting people hurt people. Difficult people are difficult. Uh, but we have to love them. Y'all, we call to love them. So that's what we have to do. We got to love difficult people. And you can do it. I mean, you've loved your spouse all this time. <laughs> so it's true that you can love difficult people. All of y'all. You've loved your teenager. God, you've loved your toddler. So you can do this. You can love difficult people. Amen. Pray for them. Really pray for them. We got to get back to prayer, y'all, and have some grace. God, show some mercy. What's this? What has this generation? Man, we can't lose the word mercy and grace on this generation. We can't let them just, you know, these Gen Zers, Jesus, they need mm, grace and mercy, Father. Well, you know, good morning, Richard. Good morning, all of y'all. Well, I hope you go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. I hope you start tagging a bunch of difficult people. I hope you share the broadcast. <laughs> I hope you share this broadcast and, and write your own uh, clickbait on there, difficult people. And, um, you know, just you're right, Laura. We need to pray for them. Pray for difficult people. Amen. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. Pray for them. And say, Father, you put me in their life for a reason. So now I'm going to go and do everything you want me to do with them. And you flip it around. Flip it on them. P people being difficult to you. People cut you off in traffic. Man, I try to chase them down. I'm not even kidding. I try to chase them down and, and smile and wave out the window and blow kisses and all kind of fun stuff. Amen. Follow them wherever they're going. If you got time, follow them. Follow them to the drive-thru and pay for their food. You know, something. I don't know. Whoever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever difficult person's being difficult in your life, you got to flip it on them. You got to make it your mission to get them undifficult. Amen? You got to do that. So, I hope y'all go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. I'm off to see my boy Jemison. I haven't seen since Christmas. He's getting out of Bible college, so I'm going to go by there and spend time with him. I hope you do something fun today that's worthy of drinking a whole lot of coffee. Amen. If you're out by the pool, stay out by the pool. If you're playing in the snow, keep playing in the snow. Amen. And um, I'm about to go find somewhere warm in Florida, which is not easy to do, just so y'all know. But I love y'all. Go make it a coffee drinking kind of day.